lips on the lips. Oh gosh. Welcome back to another episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy, and I'm your host, Haley Kobza. And I'm your co-host, Lena Koble. <laughs> that chair. <laughs> oh boy, we're getting good start. Good start. Um, today in studio we have with us um, a super fun person. I'm surprised we haven't got her on. Haven't got her on here sooner. Um, I was fortunate enough not only to have this wonderful lady play for me for two years, but then now she's back and she's been with me for a year, coming into two years. This is my assistant and past player, Hannah Emerson. Hey, hey everyone. <laughs> thanks for coming, Hannah. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Okay, so um, I'm not really going to talk a lot in this episode. Okay. Because I figure I know you, so Lena okay. can ask you all these tough questions. Okay. But from the very beginning, we're going to start with a little warm-up. Okay. And it's going to be a fill-in-the-blank. So you can it can be more than one word. It's just the first thing that comes to your brain. Okay. Okay, so like if I said... If I said, I don't know, oh, peanut butter, what would you think? Jelly. Nice. Okay, okay. good, good. You got this. Okay. <laughs> so Hannah... I love to be in the sun. That's good. Yeah. My favorite person is my sister. Aww. Sisters. Oh, that's, that that's is nice. nice. I have a dog. Ooh, I, yeah. That's what I <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. McCook is wonderful. Oh, good words. Good words. Coach Kobza is. A hard ass, but oh. she is amazing. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. And this music She's in the tough. background. She's a tough yeah. lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. My first impression of Lena was spunky. Uh, oh, spunky. Oh, oh God, I feel like it's gotta it was be, really right there. Gotta be the swimsuit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for all of those listening, Lena is here representing her. Um, swimsuit. My lap swim swimsuit. Okay. Ooh, yeah. um, she looks good. <laughs> yep. Because it's been a little warm in here in the past, so I came straight from the pool because <laughs> uh, it's kind of a sauna in here. So yeah. sweating well, it out. Good. Thank you. you. Look good. Um, okay. Coaching is hard, but mm-hmm. challenging in a good way. Mm-hmm. I want to be a. I want to be a. I can like think oh, about yeah, these, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I want to be a great coach. That's, yeah. <laughs> My motto for life is never stay in your comfort zones. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very good. That's that was mm-hmm. good. If I could do anything, I would skydive. Really? Yeah. Yeah. 
I think like instantly. I, I that... say that now, but then I feel like once I'm looking down, I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe not. Does anybody else like think of the song like right when she said skydive? Like I go skydive. No. No. <laughs> okay. No. Now you are. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I regret. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Um, We're getting deep. I regret. I don't. I don't have regrets. I don't think I have regrets. That's good. That's yeah. good. Coaching, caffeine, and comedy. Yes. Ah, yes. <laughs> All right. She's yours, Lena. Yes. <laughs> Way to go. Good job. Do people ever jump. miss that? They uh, have. They have. Okay. They have. We won't name names. No, okay. <laughs> but they should be embarrassed. Yeah, a little bit. Yes. So tell me about what it was like when, did Kobza call you? Yes. Okay. Tell um, me about that conversation. Well, she just kind of messaged me one day and she was like, hey, like, what are your plans for the future? And at the time, I didn't really have any. Um, I was just about to graduate college, um, and I had nothing lined up yet, and it was kind of hard for me because I was still doing my internship and stuff. So, um, yeah, she just messaged me one day and was like, I need an assistant. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, you know what? That sounds great. Like, I have family around here, so I can be here and, like, be around them and learn how to coach because that's something I wanted to do. So, Oh, awesome. Yeah. Had, had you coached anything before? Like, even, like, I'm talking, like, little kids, anything. Had you coached I mean, like, before? camps, a little bit. Um, my internship, you kind of had to teach, like, weights and, like, conditioning. Okay. Which you were kind of working under someone, but learning how to do that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, but other than that, no. I'm pretty new and fresh to the okay. game. <laughs> so when, you know, like, young people now, when you're making decisions – and you're trying to decide which way you want to go. How did you play that out? With, what was your process of deciding this is what I want to do? Um, I mean, I always knew I wanted to coach. Um, I think just looking at things like what's going to make me happy? Where am I going to be the happiest? Um, what can I do to better myself? So um, I knew that this was the right option because it's it's Kobza and she she helps me become Kobza. a great volleyball player. I knew she'd help me become a great coach. So awesome. she's not getting paid for any of that. No, nope, this nope. is a small room and it just got smaller. <laughs> <laughs> the host got whoosh and the room got smaller. Uh, here, uh, what was the first practice like for you in that role from going from athlete to coach? I was I was nervous I'm not gonna lie I was like I was kind of worried because I was so young and I don't have a lot of like you know credibility yet for being a coach like I didn't know if they would respect me as a coach or like kind of how to go about it I was a little bit quiet um obviously I forced myself to say a couple things but um as the year went on like I mean I got more comfortable a lot more comfortable and it went really well um I really didn't have any issues with people disrespecting me or anything like that. And I think it was just a mutual respect good. from me and the players. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it just it worked out really good. Do you think it's a benefit to them that you are closer to their age and maybe understand a little bit better what it's like to be a college ad- athlete? Because you're not that far out of that mm-hmm. realm. And you understand what it's like, you know, living in the dorms mm-hmm. and all those kinds of things. Do you think that's a benefit or do you think it maybe hindered some things for you I think I honestly think it's a benefit um you know I can kind of joke around with them and like you know be friendly in a way but they're still gonna like respect me like as a coach um I think that 
you have to draw the line. There's a very fine line between, you know, just being too friendly and like kind of, you know, um, what's the word? Just crossing lines and stuff. You don't want to do that, you know? Um, but other than that, like, I think it was just, it was good. Like we all respected each other. Um, I mean, I understand them a lot. I know what it's like to play with, you know, for Kobza. I know what it's like to be at McCook. So, um, I think I can give them a lot of advice about life and, you know, um, I'm fresh, so everything I've learned out of college is, like, still in my right, head. Like, I haven't right. been out of it a couple of years, so it's not gone. So I think mm-hmm. that helps a lot. Did you have to assign any confidence stairs? A, a couple times, yeah. What? Why? Who was it? Yeah, you don't have to say the name. Say you, no, oh, you, you can say names. Oh, you can say names. Oh, It was just oh, Sel. I think someone else, too. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Did you yourself have to I ever did. You did? I did. What, why? Look, look at her today. I know. Look at her today. <laughs> what What did you do? Or what did she say you did? She like, She didn't do anything. She just, she's very tough on herself. And like, oh, you're talking um, about the athlete that oh, you gave them yes. to. Okay, yeah, Wait, go ahead. What That's are what you talking about? I was going to say, what did you, why did you get them assigned to you from Kobza? Did, did you have to do confidence? Did you oh, yes. Did you, yes. Yes, I did. Yeah. I would get frustrated sometimes. And then you can, I show it on my face. Like, uh-huh. Um, so it was oh, a so process like of, expression yes. can get them. Like they have to non-verbals. say non-verbals. Non-verbals. Yes. yes. They speak louder than words. Yikes. Put it on a shirt. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, it happens sometimes, you know, like, I mean, there was even a game, I think it was the Otero game that like I played, it was our home game and I made a face and she was like, get that look off your face right now. I was like, okay. Right. Uh, I'm sure that's exactly what she I, said. No, I deserved it. Yeah. I deserved well, it for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> what was the one thing as an athlete that in the moment you learned the most from Kobza? Um, I think it was when she sat me down for my like end of the year interviews or whatever sure. the meetings, um, my freshman year. She was like, you know, like, I know what your goals are, but, like, you're not there right now, and you're going to have to work really hard to get there if that's what you want to do. So, like, you're going to have to step it up. And I don't know, like, just coming from high school, like, we didn't have the best experience with volleyball, so sometimes it was hard for me to take criticism, but, like, I just took it with the chip on my shoulder, and I was like, you know what, like, I'm going to work my butt off, and I'm going to get in here, and I'm going to be a starter for her because – She's trying to make me better. That's all it is. Like, it's not personal. It's her trying to improve my game and get me where I need to go. So, Well, so that was even before you started playing for her? Or that was at the end of That you? was, like, at the end. Oh, okay, okay. okay but you, you were wanting me. to go on somewhere else? Yes. Okay, yes. and so where did you go on to play? Coastal Carolina. Okay. And South Carolina, yeah. Division okay. one. <laughs> and how long were you with them? Uh, two years. Wow, outstanding. Yeah. That's phenomenal. It was right outside of Myrtle Beach, so that was also that really nice. would have been nice. Yeah. Could you hook mm-hmm. us up again? I mean, not for playing <laughs> volleyball, but maybe well, just a little something. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, so what is something that you learned from Kobza that you wanted to do in your coaching style? Um, I feel like most of the time she's very, like, calm. I mean, she can get, like, mad sometimes, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's well-deserved. But... um just like her demeanor and she's always like confident even if we're down like she looks confident out there and so just trying to like mimic that a little bit in my own way um but yeah I think she just 
you know, when she's out there coaching, she looks like she knows what she's doing. And yeah. So do you think a coach can coach and not be emotionally respond, like respond emotionally to things that are going on? Like, do you think you can kind of like be a coach and just kind of be stoic through it? Like an entire game? I think, I think it would be, it would take a lot of practice. Cause even like for me, like it's, it's hard because you just like want to go out there and show them or help them. And like, or sometimes they just don't listen and you have to repeat yourself a lot. So it's, it's hard, but like it takes practice. I think like it's something I have to still practice today too. You know, like it's, I feel like it would take a while to master because I mean, I don't know a lot of coaches that are like completely calm the whole time. Maybe John cook. (laughs) That's a good example. But like, I don't, know a lot that are always calm no matter the circumstances so okay. uh, got another mic oh, oh no i thought uh, you were squeezing oh, in to I say something yeah i was going to yeah, um yeah so on that note hannah i think and like i think this is i see this with a lot of younger coaches is like your first few years of coaching you you don't know how to control your emotions as much mm-hmm. as you do later on yeah so like I know, like, just this first year, it's like, hey, you got to, like, you mm-hmm. know, because the players, they don't react as well. But, like, I still remember, like, back to my first few years of coaching, I, you ask those players, they probably were like, she's psycho. <laughs> you know, she's mean. Because, like, you don't know how to control, like, mm-hmm. the small things. And it's like you get so frustrated, even though you, like, and I told Hannah one time, she's like, I, how many times do I have to tell you guys? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Hannah, you're going to say this the rest of your life. Like, they might not get it on the first or the 50th try. It's going to be the 377th time you mm-hmm. told them. So you just have to keep saying it and saying it positive, and eventually they're going to figure it out. Like you can't – and it just comes with time. I don't know. But, like, I, I see that a lot in a lot of younger coaches. Like they might be 35 years old in their first coaching gig, but they don't know how to control their emotions because mm-hmm. they've never dealt with a group of, pl- group of players. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say, Hannah – she does really well, but she knows. Like, I have my moments. She yeah. has her moments, and I'm like, yeah, hey, hey, like, mm-hmm. and, you know, and luckily, like, we have that um, relationship that we can do that. But yeah, okay. So it's a lot of repeating, but eventually they get it. So it's just it sounds like getting parenthood. through the time of listening to your own yeah. voice. Yeah, that, that yeah, that's parenthood. Yeah. Parenthood. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Just wait till you have a child. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. you'll be good no, to go. No, yeah. no, never. Okay, we're gonna. I want to switch gears just a little bit. Okay, so mm-hmm. you're in McCook. What is like? What are the favorite things for you to do, Emma Cook? Um, as a young single, I really twenty don't beautiful two-year-old. Two? How old are you? Twenty-three. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Close. she does look. Yeah, she's yeah. a baby. All <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. What is this? I see. I see where you're going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got. You. I got you. Um, I I really don't do much. Um, I like to get coffee from like Schooners and Jolton Joes. Um, kind of depends what I'm feeling that day. Um, I walk my dog a lot. Like we always go on a walk when it's like a little bit earlier and cooler or later in the evenings or, um, I've been running a lot. Ooh, I want to do a 5k, mm-hmm. but, um, there's one yeah. Monday in Culbertson for the 4th of July. Oh it's a run. Yeah. Yep. It's a nice little, you uh, can yeah, do it. Yep. See you there in the morning. 630. Okay. We'll, we'll it'll be fine. Yeah. yeah it'll be little fine. Plug. What kind of dog do you have? He's a mutt. He's oh. a, um, save a life. Yes, save a life. Mm -hmm. Go to the Humane Society today. Anyway. (laughs) um, Truth. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Save a dog. I owe you a coffee if you do that. Um, oh, <laughs> what about a cat a or a cat? Hey, you know what? I'm going to give a a shout out. I love the Humane Society. We got a cat. It's amazing. We got a cat there. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. We had a very sad situation with a cat. It made stop. its wait. You got a cat. Stop. T- don't you know what? You know you stop. Okay. <laughs> I was healing wounds. Okay. okay? Cool. This was a very very cool. traumatic cool. experience. We had this wonderful cat, and I don't say that really about cats. I'm still but we. You pay yeah, okay. Stop talking. You don't even understand. <laughs> so we had a very traumatic uh-huh. situation with the cat. It drowned in our swimming pool. No. And it was the sweetest cat in the world. His no. name was Wonder. And he was beautiful and sweet. Yeah. It, okay. I'm uncontrollably sobbing. My other daughter, who this was her cat that she found in town and no one claimed. Like we called free people. Cat. Free cat. Yeah. Free. <laughs> which all cats should be free. But anyways, <laughs> it was so awful. And we are crying and sobbing so hard. It was. And I'm like, we're getting another oh, cat. No. Like, I'm not, like, we are going to fill this pain in our hearts, this crack <laughs> that is like broken us. I'm filling it with fur of another cat that we're going to get at the humane site. And so they said, we're waiving our fees. Oh. Yeah. So I was like, free cat. This is the best day ever. It's going to be a free, <laughs> free cat. cat. <laughs> the fees is the snip and clip. Uh. The cut. Oh, yeah. The spay and neutering fee was waived. No. I walked out of there. $74 later I th- because I was like $50 was something else and something else and I was like what just happened <laughs> I paid X amount for a cat yeah. then when you take all three girls in to heal the wounds of one oh everybody God. wants a cat yeah <laughs> and then the one whose heart is broken couldn't actually pick which one she wanted so the oh. other sister stepped in so now I have Pearl at home $50 so someone needs to buy me a cup of coffee or 70 because <laughs> all right so enough. back to you and your mutt <laughs> this wasn't about i me. love cats though cats are awesome. this cat's actually really sweet yes she's that of them one are... cat yeah huh besides that one that cat. one oh, we'll have to talk Cobra. about that one day <laughs> no what right she now what happened what is this cat? cat i don't even i don't know if we can talk about it long like, story short we can okay, yeah we can yeah, yeah, just give like the short version yeah we had some players watch it this is once upon a time once upon a time not at the college Okay. Just say it's imaginary, yeah. Ther- theoretical or something. Yes, okay? yes, yes. So they can't get this cat back in the crates. Oh. Like, it's evil. Like, it, this is the most evil cat I've ever seen in my life. Like, should like, be on a haunted movie. No, okay. like, I'm serious. Like, making, like, sounds, like, yeah. running everywhere. So I, I tried to, like, grab it. And she somehow like 360'd her neck to uh-huh. bite me. Yeah. And just like hung on for a minute. And my, yeah, it was, it was really bad. Like those can get like seriously infected. Stop. Like, yeah. Stop. Cat bites. I thought I had rabies. Bad news. Yeah. <laughs> but this I imaginary cat, th- I thought it was going to kill Hannah. <laughs> I was like, go get rabies shots. Cats yeah. are, yes. 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 That, Imagine if you paid $50 for that cat. Mm-mm. Plus, you'd been even that, more That cat was like lodged between like two very tight spaces, just like going head down, sliding down, and just making like, evil like sounds and i was like awful where did you get this thing oh put it somewhere so have you checked out the new dog park with your yes okay what's it like tell me i haven't been there it's good i mean it's there it's kind of small but it's Uh really nice i mean they keep it pretty updated i like to go there sometimes have there been have you met other people when you've been out there a few oh good yeah yep cooper's kind of like I don't know. He kind of picks and chooses which dogs he likes, so I have to be very careful. So I usually start, like, there's two different, like, areas. There's one for small dogs, okay. one for bigger dogs. So I usually take him, like, in one that's more empty first, and so he can get 
sure acclimated and then he's fine he's... so you say he's a butt but let's like okay if i was to look okay. at him and you're gonna show me a picture what oh, would he be he's so hard to would describe. i say oh gosh is, is he a lab no, is it a he he's, he's like okay. he yes okay. his name like is german Cooper. shepherd no he, like a cur? he looks like a i don't know oh, what no. that is it's like a hound he looks like a little cur sounds like a made-up i've never heard the he's breed like cur. medium size he's about 45 pounds and he's, got, and he's tiger striped. Yes, he has oh. like brindle. Oh, or brindle. that's my favorite. Yes, like, he's yes. the best dog ever. He's such oh, a good dog. He he's, sounds amazing. He is an amazing dog. Oh. He he goes everywhere with me in the dorms. He should like, came here today. Oh my I gosh, should have yeah, He's an emotional yeah. support animal. Yes. Oh, like legitimately. Yeah. Yes. So one day, Hannah was on the treadmill running, <laughs> and Cooper was sitting there like just watching her in the gym. So I opened the door, and I was like, Cooper. Come here, come here. And he's like, oh. he's like looking at his mom. He's like, do Should I go I? with this lady? I don't know. <laughs> do you need me here? Yeah, and mom? Hannah was just, she had no idea. And Cooper's like, see you, mom. And I took him. And we just sat there and laughed at her. And then she was like, oh, Cooper, Cooper. Cooper? <laughs> and I had Cooper. Cooper. He's Aww, that's so he's, awesome. a, he's a good dog. He so knows lots you, of tricks. And stuff. What? Yeah. Did you teach him or did uh-huh. you know him? We, me and my room. Remember this, single man out there listening? Yeah. What? She can train a dog. She can train a puppy. Oh. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. That honestly for me. You're gonna be an amazing mom because I say having a pet is harder than kids because kids eventually move out. The that, dog is always dependent on you forever. That wiener dog. Yeah, but last you can week, leave a dog alone. I would have took the wiener over my two children. Oh, you can, that wiener dog was so cute. Copper. Oh the dog is adorable. adorable. That's the cutest little thing. I've I have seen. always wanted a little are the dachshund? Is that their called? That's yeah. their legit name. If it goes missing. Yeah. It wasn't. Oh, yeah. Me. Let me, oh, Hannah was holding copper and she was trying to take a photo of her. It's a video of Hannah oh. just like smiling the whole time. And Letty watches it like every night. She's like, let me see my video of Coach Hannah. <laughs> Letty. So yeah. awesome. So, okay, you just came off camp week. Mm-hmm. Now, is this your second camp week or is this your first camp week? Because had you. Well, as a coach, it's yeah. my first. Okay, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. As a coach. That's my first. What was that like? I mean, it's good. Camps are always good. I mean, they bring in lots of, like, community, like, people and people that help support our program. I mean, that's what camps are for, to mm-hmm. su- support our program. I mean, they're long, and but, like, they're they're good. Like, it's good to know, like, kids around here. Um, some of them like to train, like, do, like, personal or what do you call it? Private, private, private lessons and stuff, so... Um, I don't know. It's really fun to like learn about all the kids that come and like watch our games and mm-hmm. it's good to know them because then, you know, they have relationships with the players and I don't know for, as a kid, for me, camps were always fun. Cause I thought I looked up to the college girls so exactly. much. Like, yes. I was like, you guys are so cool. So yes. just to be able to like have the small community and actually know the girls is super, I'm sure it's super cool for them. Oh, definitely. Kids. Definitely. Yeah. And it does, it is another avenue to get people in to see you play. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not playing, but see your team play as a coach because it opens this window that many kids didn't know existed. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not connected to the college somehow, either like maybe a parent went here or you know somebody, the camp connects them. It's such Mm -hmm. a great way to get people connected to the college, but especially to get them, like you're saying, to get them in to come and watch because now they're excited and they have fun. And so that's awesome. I, I like them. What would you say the skill level is here in this area when you got to see camp and you got to mm-hmm. see these kids play? Like, where are we at? Are we doing a good job of getting kids open to volleyball and teaching them the fundamentals? Where are we at with that? 
I mean, there's a lot of girls that like really take the advice and try to improve. Um, even just some of them that like when I was here as a player, like I've seen them improve a lot. So, um, I mean, obviously it takes a lot of work, but um, some of them are really improving and I'm sure some of them will be able to play on after they graduate if that's what they want to do. Um, but yeah, a lot of them, majority are like smaller, like all the younger kids, like our younger kids are very, it's like a full group. How many do we have? Like 48, 50? Yeah, like 50, 60. Six, something know. like that. It was, it's a lot. The younger kids really take to it. Um, it seems like the older kids don't, we don't get as many older kids. I don't know why. Like, I think I, unfortunately for our area, sometimes people think to be an expert, you have to go, oh, at least 150 miles away. For sure. You, oh, you know what no. I mean? Like, yeah. I, you know, I need to get something. And and unfortunately, that's definitely not the case. I think mm -hmm. McCook does an amazing job. And that came on with Kobza with the camp. I mean, mm -hmm. like doing a phenomenal job. I don't believe there was a camp before you. Actually, I'm quite confident there was not like a volleyball oh, camp okay. before you. Um, or if there was, I don't really remember hearing about it. So you didn't not saying yeah, that. I don't know. I think, and especially after this last summer, this summer's camp, like, I feel we're going to tweak. I'm like, you know, every year I'm like, okay, I got it. This is, this is how we're going to do it. But I think after this last summer, I think we're going to tweak it just a little bit more to make it a little bit more personable because like with our numbers, we have three grades per camp, mm -hmm. way too many kids. Mm -hmm. And somebody's like, well, you have 10 helpers. I'm like, yeah, but 10 helpers, 67 kids. It's a lot of standing in line. I don't like standing in line. Mm -hmm. Like if they should mm -hmm. be there, they're gonna get the full, the full Monty. And then I had a lot of feedback because I threw Trip in the camp, which which Trip is my son. He's only uh, I don't know, even classify him as preschool, but he would not get off my back about going to volleyball camp. I was like, all right, let's do it, boy. Um, and every time he was crying, I'm like, you want to go back to daycare or do you want to stay at camp? Mm -hmm. And he was like all about it. And so many people were like, I didn't know we could send like preschoolers. And I'm like, oh, you can't. But, <laughs> but now, but now they, so much interest. What about boys? Like, what about I a know. day just for boys? I mean, not that, not, I'm oh, saying, yeah, no, no, I but think, yeah, because you know they I mean? could probably get more. Yeah, because when we played Y ball last year, you know, the Y has a Y mm -hmm. program, and there were boys on some of the teams my girls played against. Mm -hmm. And when I think about playing co ed volleyball, which I've done for 25 years, and some less competitive and some mm -hmm. more competitive. A lot of the guys I knew were really good, but mm -hmm. I don't know where along the way they learned the skills. Yeah. And I think it's only getting more competitive. So to be able to learn that younger, and I think just for another activity for boys to be able to do, mm -hmm. young men, you know, when you get out of high school, you get out of college, like volleyball is just such a great sport to do recreationally, yes. you know, and to keep able, you know, to keep playing. So I need more like men's or boys' leagues, yeah. like even in high yes. school, like if yes. you could get a team, I mean, it takes a while to build them. So right. people know, but exactly. Um, I know like my niece's school, Severance High School in Colorado, like they just got a boys team. So, I mean, they, they don't have many people. I think it's like eight. But they make it work, and they're going to start building it. So oh, I definitely fantastic. think people need to start yeah. thinking about that. <laughs> what are your thoughts on club ball? Club ball. Um, I I never really did club. So, I mean, I don't think it's necessary. I think it's good if that's what you like to do. Um, I think sometimes, like, depending on where you go, it's a good way to get burnout sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um it kind of just depends on on the kid really but right. like um 
for me, I think being like a multi-sport athlete is almost better because you're kind of training your bodies in different environments instead of the same thing over and over and over. And I think that's really beneficial to like the human body just because you're using your muscles all different ways. And like if you just play volleyball and you play club the whole time, like throughout your high school career, there's a good chance of like injury because you're using and overusing those same muscles. So right. I don't know. I no, it depends on the person, but sure. that's, that's my opinion. Right. So what was it like? I guess, tell me a little bit about your family. My family, yeah, how so. they came here. Well, like, tell <laughs> me about... Moved, they moved here. When <gasps> she went to school here. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. They transplanted for you. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, just tell me about, like, your core family. Because okay. I, I, like you said, I don't really know. So, mm-hmm. And you said sisters earlier. Yep. So, tell me. So, I have... Um, I was born in Colorado. Um, most of my siblings are from Colorado. Um I grew up in Greeley. It was kind of a small... It was a small town. Now it's kind of like a lot bigger. A lot bigger than McCook, that's for sure. Um, But I have two older sisters. One's a half. So my parents were both married before. And they each had a kid in that marriage. And then they got together. Um, So I have two half siblings. The other is my older brother. Okay. So I have a half older sister, half older brother. And then I have a sister another older sister, and then there's me, and then my little brother. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, they, they're they all still in Colorado. Um, they really like it down there. I know, like, just from the way things are going, like, you know, housing and stuff, they're probably going to move somewhere soon <laughs> out of state. But, um, yeah, I mean, they like it. They're big campers. They like to camp and be outdoors. So, um, but, yeah, that's... But your parents are now here. Yes, in my parents are now here. Okay. Um, what do your parents do? Th- so my dad drives a truck. Okay. He's semi big truck hauler, whatever. And then um, my mom, she used to be a cosmetologist, but she's retired from that now. Um, and she works at the McCook Hospital in their emergency room. Oh, fantastic! As like the oh, very good desk lady answers the phone, stuff like that. So that's awesome. Yeah, she likes it a lot. I think that's like. Her favorite job. She's kind of had to bounce around from jobs here to find something she really liked, but good. she really likes this one. Oh, good. So. Well, it's a great way for her to meet people mm-hmm. and kind of get settled in. And yeah. yeah. So how long have they? They came when you first came to college. How long have they been? In they McCook? came, my so my freshman year. They came like that December, of my freshman year. Okay. So I was here in like August, and they decided to move in. Yeah, that is yeah. fun. So they were probably even more excited when you were when you came back. Mm-hmm. And have yeah. this opportunity mm-hmm. like that. And now she's going to stay here forever <laughs> and ever and ever and ever. And ever. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to start. I'm going to have this yeah. conversation, then you can ask. Mm-hmm. So, one of my favorite things, <clears throat> I don't have favorites, but I do have favorite things about players. And one of the things that I just love Hannah for is your determination after a conversation, after your freshman year, that like, if you want to go big, you you better get to it mm-hmm. and how much you took that into consideration and what you did to make that happen. Can you talk about that a little bit? So, because like you are like, you are my transformation role model for MCC volleyball. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. After that conversation with Kobza, I had a lot of thoughts running through my mind. I was like, okay, like what if someone better like comes in and like, then I'm on the bench or something or like, should I leave? Like, I don't know. Like, there's just, when you have conversations like that, there, you just have to think about a lot. 
But I finally, like, just kind of sat to myself and I was like, no, like, I'm going to work my butt off one so I don't die in preseason because <laughs> that was that was my main motivation was, like, preseason is tough. So, like, I've I, witnessed that. I've seen it. Yeah. I didn't go through it, but I've watched it. It's it fun. It's, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. So if you are not doing what you're supposed to be over the summer, it's going to be very obvious and you're going to be behind. So I made sure I pushed myself enough to come in and, you know, be up to pace with everybody um i wanted to make sure my spot was locked in so i had to work at that and obviously i wanted to transfer somewhere to i mean really to anywhere but just a good school and a good program so i knew i like had to be brushed up on my skills so i just i mean i had to drop some weight um a lot of weight i think i dropped like 30 pounds but um yeah i mean it was Probably the summer is when it it really kicked into gear because like I was by myself and I had to be accountable and do what I needed to do on my own, like without anybody telling me, because you don't have anybody to tell you what to do in the summer. So you just got to go. So, yeah. And so maybe for those non-athlete and maybe those people who've never been in a gym, there are Uh some of those people out there. Uh (laughs) Anyway, um, Uh uh, it's one thing to have talent and it's one thing to be an extremely talented player it's another thing to come in talented and out of shape versus talented and having spent your time all summer getting in shape and being prepared and I think that's something you know maybe by the time you get to the college level and maybe it's not your freshman year but after that you get how important Mm -hmm. that is but for me watching a lot of high school athletes and I understand you know they're students but you guys are students as well Mm -hmm. I don't know how much importance is put on being in shape you know what yeah. I mean? like lifting weights really working your body like you were even talking being multi-sport athlete but I think it's such an awareness of there's a difference between good mm-hmm. and then being great yes a lot of people are good and a lot of people you know can play you know maybe if they're high school it's another level to be great yes. and wanting to take the next yes. level I agree and I think like um I mean, that was a lot of my issue coming in from high school. Like, I didn't know how to do that stuff mm-hmm. for myself. Like, I had no idea. They never taught us. They never did conditioning or lifting with us. You just went in and played, and mm-hmm. that was it. So, like, coming in, I was like, oh, wow. Like, this is hard. Like, right. call my mom. Like, what am I doing? Like, is this the right thing? Kind of hard. So, but, yeah, once you get through those two weeks, like, you just feel like you can do anything. And, I mean, that's that's truth there's a lot of truth to that so. and I think you know one of the differences also like in Hannah and other players and Hannah and I talk about this like when you go to college to play sport whether it be NJCAA division or NCAA division NAI whatever you are given the tools to become better mm-hmm. on the court and more than likely in the classroom as well and it's really frustrating as a coach when you're given all these tools you're given the workouts you like we have people like coach Hannah who like majored in exercise science she has tons of resources we use this and we give all of our players all of these like awesome you know resources and then their vertical goes down and they're failing classes but it's by what they're doing when we're not with them Mm -hmm. and like that's I think that's one of the differences like you want to find those players like Hannah like behind closed doors she she was doing what she needed to get done and it's really frustrating as a coach, like when you give all these players these resources and it's like, why is she not getting up anymore? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, when she's in the calf eating ice cream for breakfast, lunch, and supper, yeah. <laughs> it, she's not feeling her yeah. body with the things. Mm-hmm. So 
feeling your body is very important too. Like if you're not giving yourself the proper nutrition, a little, you know, a little sweet thing here and there is not going to hurt you. Like, but it's a matter of balance and making sure you're putting stuff into your body that's going to help you get better and help you improve your game and keep you safe from injury. Like, right. you know, if you're packing on weight, like I was, like you're going to be hurting all the time and right. that's not good. So it's nutrition is a big, big part of it. And will be forever, yes. regardless what yes. age you are, Always. whether you're an athlete or not. Always. Tell me about a time. There had to be a time somewhere along your career. And when I even say career, I, that to mm-hmm. me is when you were in high school as well, that you wanted to quit. Oh, gosh. I think. So, okay, there was Coastal. I'm going to be just completely honest. It was it was a great program, obviously, but I went through a lot down there just with playing and like trying to get my spot in, and sometimes it's very frustrating, you know. Like, it's I I didn't play as much as I wanted to play. Like I played, but I wanted to be like starter. That's what I had planned for myself. I put the work in to do it. So now I hit a new challenge. Like I'm putting in the work, but I'm not I'm not where I want to be. So like that was really hard, you know. Like. Because I knew I was doing what I needed to do, but I was like, okay, so what do I need to do more? And, you know, I tried to do all of it. Everything that coaches suggested, I I did it. And it just – sometimes it's hard. Like, when you don't get to see the court as much as you want or be the team player that you want to be or, you know, the role you had set out for yourself, but it's not working. Like, it's it's tough and it's, it's mentally <laughs> exhausting sometimes especially to show up to every single practice and just not, you know, work hard and then you don't get to play. But, like, at the end of the day, it taught me a lot and just about being, like, a good teammate. And it's not it's not about you. Like, if this is what coach thinks is best for the team, then this is what he thinks is best. So I'm going to do my best to be a good team player. And, you know, I tried to never show it. Like, obviously you get upset when you're on the sidelines and you're like, I want to be on the court. Like, but um, you just got to keep that off your face for the rest of your team so you guys can win. And we had a great program. Like, I I was on, you know, I didn't play a whole lot, but we were great. Like, we didn't lose a game um, my senior year until the last – the championship like we were undefeated all year and that's just because we are a very we were a very selfless team and worked hard for each other and we tried to be all good teammates so you know it's not so um, when you were in that like was there a point where you were calling Kobza or you were calling your parents and saying like I don't think I need this isn't where I need to be or this isn't working out or this isn't what like what was that conversation so there was actually one time where I think you called me, Kobza, um, and we had just got done with a game, and she called me, and she's all, how are you? And I was just like, I'm, I'm fine. She's all, are you playing and stuff? And I was like, no. Like, she started bawling, and I was like, I just want to play so bad. I want to cry thinking about it. But um, she was just like, you know, just keep working. Like, it's going to be okay. You're going to get your chance. Like, you get some opportunities, and everything's fine. You keep working and you're doing what you need to do and you're playing a team role, you know, Mm -hmm. be a good teammate and it'll work out. So, I mean, what is the mind shift? Like, what do you have to do? Like, it's one thing you're showing up for the practices, you're Mm -hmm. doing everything else, but what is the mind shift that you have to do to be that person, to be positive? It's, 
it's, it comes down to what's important to you. Is it important to you to just be on the court, just to be on the court? Or is it important that you guys are a team and you're unified and we, like we have to do it together? It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, like uh, we had like an A side, B side, you know? So A side was like your starting lineup and then you kind of right. rotate through B side. They can't, they can't practice without you. They can't get better without you. Like, exactly i still like especially in practice like i was on the court all the time like i had to do a little bit of everything sometimes and they like Mm -hmm. if you don't have that b side you're not gonna have a a side you're not gonna have a team so i mean you just have to look at it like this is awesome like i am playing for an awesome team and i get to be a part of helping them get better and helping myself get better so what is something outside of sports that you had a face that was similar to that situation oh gosh outside of sports my whole life is sports <laughs> sports is life yeah. um i think i think covid kind of put me in a weird a really weird spot because i just didn't know what was going on in the world like it was just so confusing to me and baffling i was like what is happening and i was in south carolina when everything started shutting down i'm like i have no family out here like what like is the world ending? Like, I don't know. So I think, like, I don't know. I just went through a really weird mental phase where I was just, like, I stuff didn't feel right. Like, I got a little bit unmotivated sometimes to work out because, I mean, we left there in, like, April or, no, March. March to, I think, it was, like, August. And so, like, we didn't, we weren't together. Like, we had to do all these Zoom meetings and we could never, like, work out together or even touch a ball. So it was super, just a weird time for me. But um, I just tried to stay connected with our teammates and, like, calling them and letting them know, like, hey, I'm here if you need anything because I know how I'm feeling. And, but other than that, I don't, I'm trying to think of some other situations. My whole life is sports, so it's hard to be like. Which no, it and it probably it would be at this stage. You mm-hmm. know, now you're just kind of switching gears, even though you're still a part of sports, mm-hmm. but you're not like the active participant yes. as much in it. Yes. So, what advice would you have for that athlete that wants to quit? Um, you know, I think if you can push yourself to get through it talk to somebody sometimes you got to talk to a counselor or even a teammate or just talk to your coach and have like a good conversation because if you're holding it in it's going to make it a lot worse for you which a lot of athletes do they're like okay I'm just going to put on my poker face and go back but you have to talk about those things and how it makes you feel because it's going to let you blow off some steam that way instead of just holding everything in and um if you can do that and like keep pushing like again if you're going through a situation where it's like I'm not playing I hate this. You're you're still making the team better. Like you, they can't do it without you. Without all fourteen or whatever you have on your team, like you're, there's fourteen of you for a reason, and you're working together. So, I think it's just important to stay positive, be supportive of your teammates, and and talk to people. Talk to people if you need to, because your mental health is very important, and we like to neglect it a lot. <laughs> <clears throat> also, on that note, what advice do you have for all of those incomers coming in here in the next week for preseason? I hope you worked really hard, <laughs> but um, I'm excited. I think they're going to do great as long as they can um, avoid all the drama. 
keep the drama out of it. If there's drama, you know, you got to nip it in the butt because there's always a little something to all girls, you know, claws start coming out eventually. So it's just important that we're being respectful and having each other's back no matter what, because we're a team. And if we're divided off the court, we're going to, we're going to be divided on the court. And so I think just work hard and know your people. And of course, you know, during preseason, the mindset of like, I mean, by day two, mm-hmm. they're like, Ow. I'm going to go home. Yeah. <laughs> give, give them some advice. Keep going. Once you get through that first week, like there's two weeks of preseason. I get it. But once you get to that first rest day, you're like, I am so awesome. Like I just did all that. Like there's not a lot of people that can do that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like some people will literally fall over and, you know, like it and, would be And over. that's what, like when we tell them this and when they get there, I'm like, you don't understand. Like, there is no other sport that has to do this. Mm-hmm. Only volleyball. Yep. Like, all the other sports, they get months to prepare. Mm-hmm. Months. We get two weeks, and then it's game time. Yep. Like, we don't get we don't get practice runs. We don't get three months to figure it out and, like, be in the best shape. Mm-hmm. So, one, you got to come in in great shape. And if you're not, we got to get you in great shape in 14 days. Yes. And then we don't stop. Mm-hmm. But then we're done. Yeah, it's a quick season. It's a That's super quick season. And so it's it's like the most brutally, or brutally, it's just very brutal. And it's not like any of the other sports yeah. out there. It's it's kind of yeah, sucks sometimes because yeah. it's like, oh, I wish I but had more time to prepare. And, yeah. But, <laughs> right. but it's yes, so, yeah. so yeah. true. So true. Yeah, it's I get important. What you're it's important. Preseason okay. is important. And, so yeah, Cobes is out. Okay, she's not going to be there this fall. She, I guess, you, what you call it? Is it a fall? It's not a fall it's a sport. Fall. It's a fall sport. She uh, hurt her ankle riding a bike, um, <laughs> yeah, which not many people can do, but she did it. And uh, you're in charge, okay? And they don't know if they're going to have somebody to help you out, okay? And she's not, she can't use the little scooter to scoot in, okay? It's bad. It's a bad ankle, okay? And you have a real, like, energy vampire on the team. Okay. And you've had time, like, to talk it out and be like, this is just like, it's just sucking everything out of the team. Uh-huh. What are you going to do? Well, I, I mean, Cobes is, Cobes is my boss. So yep. no matter what, like I have to take that to her. Mm-hmm. If I, I mean, if there's a real vampire that's really like not trying to fix anything and get better, um, <laughs> like I think you should be gone because you're, it's a selfish thing. You're sucking the energy because you're worried about yourself. So Obviously, like, I would express my concerns with Kobza, like, we got to get this girl out of here, nothing personal, but it's affecting everyone, not just herself or myself, so um, going from there, I'd have to have, I mean, if she was like, okay, you can kick her off, then I'd be like, okay, well, let's have a conversation. How would that- I, I've never had to do that. Yeah. So How would that know. conversation go? Oh, my gosh. Okay. I've told you many times. That you have to um, fix fix your attitude, fix whatever's going on, whatever, and it's not improving. What what atti- what attitude? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. What attitude do you I have? You said vim. Yeah, oh, I'm the oh, person. Oh, you're the person. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What, what attitude? Oh, boy. I mean, it's very obvious when you're on the court, you're negative, your energy is depleting, and you're not cheering on your teammates, and you're not doing everything you can to be a good teammate. And it's dragging the team down. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is practice. This is <laughs> yeah. practice. No, you're I doing really fabulous. 
<laughs> you are fabulous. That's it's, when they like come back with a like a come yeah. back like that. Yeah, I'm that's like, when you know. Get your shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And we're done here. Yeah. yeah. Don't Good have job. your mom call me. Yeah. <laughs> but if they're like that, you know they yeah. have a mom that's yeah. gonna. Oh, you yeah. Know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully that wasn't. Too um. That's as, to wrap up, I just gotta throw this out there. I just thought about this super randomly, but Hannah's group. Um that she played with that when they were sophomores was my first year as a mom. And like, so they have like a super special place in my heart because I was a mom that could not leave my, I was like, nobody can watch this baby, but me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so my mom and I, we would travel separately, follow the bus to every game and trip went to every single game as a little baby. And like this group, they were phenomenal. Like I mean, they just, they let it, they let me be a mom. Like there would be like some tournaments. I'm like, all right, you guys got to warm up by yourself. I got to go feed trip. And they, they were great. Like I just remember giving my speech and crying because I was like, you guys not only let me be a coach, but you let me be a mom. And yeah. So thank you for yes. that. Yes. Good that job. was good. Uh, we good love job. having trip. It was like the best thing ever. Yeah. Especially when your coach is like, I'm having a baby. You're like, oh. And he was like such a good, he like liked people. Yes. And he liked everyone. He, liked he wasn't everyone. like Letty. That's he wasn't, like, yeah. Yeah, Letty's get away from devil's me. child. Now, did you feel the same way with her? Were you like, no one can watch her? Oh, no. Sure. I was <laughs> like, like, get her away. away. See ya. I, I'm going to go that, sleep at the all, hotel. All that neglect. She yeah. was like, now I'm out for blood. <laughs> and, but the funny thing is, like, turning into a mom. Like, I used to be the mom, or the mom, the coach, you know, when we'd be on traveling trips. I'm like, okay, we're going to wake up at 6 a.m. for a little run at the hotel. Uh-huh. And then we're going to do study hall for five hours. And now I'm like... The bus is leaving at one. If you want breakfast, go have breakfast on your yeah. own. I'll be down there at one. She like, really was like I. I had the difference change like because she had just got pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And she was, she was mean. Like I'm no no offense, but she was like I thought I was gonna die in preseason, and I'm com- fully convinced that it was just. And I now I just look at him like this is somebody's baby. I'm can't make yeah. them cry. Yeah. It, it was a whole different human. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she still pushed us, but like yeah. I never ran so many twenty in a minute in my <laughs> life. My freshman year, like yeah. everything, she's like get on the line. I'm like, so now you can say as that coach, you're like, you don't know what yes, she was like. Yes, I do. Yeah. I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, like, that, you have no clue. Yeah, yeah. So you can tell those kids now. You're like, I lived pre-kid Kobza. Yeah. You know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> BC before children. BC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sweating. My I'm not fire. My uh, swimsuit still. A little yep. stuck to you. Yep. Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> well, I guess to wrap it up, let's ask Hannah a few fun questions. All right, let's do it. What are you currently watching? Oh gosh, I'm watching a couple of things. Okay. So I'm currently watching Ozark, but Stranger <gasps> Things volume whatever it is just came out today, so I'm gonna need to watch that too. I'm debating okay. whether I should finish Ozarks and then go to Stranger Things or jump. Do you watch it. Stranger Things? I haven't. See, I you should. Somebody just you caught should. me today at the pool because oh. I'm that mom and said, you, you, "Yeah, you guys start watching this." And I was you like, do. I just haven't done it yet. I I like put it off forever because it's been around for mm-hmm. like a yeah. while, and I was yeah. like, and finally this summer I was like, "I'm, okay, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna watch it. it. I'm gonna have Chad to jump on the wagon." Chad yep. talk. Yep. Next, yeah. what else? Oh, you go. No, I just asked a question. She said that was. Or is that? Are you watching anything else? If you can watch three shows at once. I know. You have a superpower. I mean, sometimes I watch the new Kardashian show, but that's just kind of, I don't know. That's like random when I have nothing else to watch. Yeah, something in the background. There you go. That's fair. That's fair. Question. Are you reading anything? Um, The, what's it called? No Fs. Oh. Given. Mm -hmm. Yep, that one. Oh, yes. 
I gave her that something book. like that. Yeah, you gotta you, you gotta share that. I gotta yeah, well, that. yeah, yeah. Right. I've been yeah. distracted with Ozarks, but yes, I'm about halfway. Through I, I'm not gonna lie. I've been on the same book now for three months, and that's not uh, like yeah. me. I'm like I just need to finish this. I know I need to finish it. It's a good yeah, book. Too. I literally like, call I just, the library every like every two weeks and be like, "I'm gonna need an extension." Mama, <laughs> you're the librarian. No How do you need an extension? Well, I, not the librarian at the public library. Oh. My library is currently closed. Nice. Oh my god. Remember that tonight, Jake. Library's closed. <laughs> Don't ever, ever <laughs> say that again. Oh my god, she's such a perv. Um, <laughs> library's closed. I'm trying to think of other fun oh. questions. Oh, what's your caffeine of choice? I really like sugar-free Red Bulls, but those are those are bad for you. So I try to do um, like just like coffees with like almond milk and sugar-free vanilla. That's that's yeah. my go-to that's usually. Yeah. And then when I'm feeling crazy, I'll get a Red Bull, sugar-free. <laughs> right. Plug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're trying to ask her a fun question. Favorite podcast. Ooh, good one. <gasps> Coaching, caffeine, and comedy. Yes. yes. Oh, girl. Good job. Girl, that I've never really listened to good. a podcast so much. Uh, so. I know. But, oh God. Okay, sorry. Just go ahead. What are you looking for in a man? I'm not looking. Because I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep my eye open tonight. At Kobza. Like, you? You I'm got to be tall. Six See, I'm shallow, and I won't. I won't nope. t- even look at you oh, if you're not as the, at least the yeah, same yeah, height. Yeah, I heard no, that I've been there, and now look at me. <laughs> Like, that was my deal. I'm like, I, I will never, never. I can't. I haven't been able to wear heels hmm. in 15 years. Jake, is, he's decently tall. He's not tall enough for heels. Well, he's neither tall. is Clay. Because I'm like, come on, Clay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I don't know. That's a really, I, yeah. So any, how tall? 6'2". Six, six, two? Two. So any 6'2 and taller in McCook or Frontier, oh, Red Willow County. Yeah. You got to have a good job. Hit me up on Insta so Love I can hook family. y'all up. Yep. I, and like dogs. Honestly, <laughs> if you're sorry, a Hannah, little F boy, don't don't bother. <laughs> I'm happy by myself, honestly. Amen. <laughs> I'm just stuff. like so peaceful and you don't have to yes. worry about a guy just yes. being a guy. Yeah. Yes. It's wonderful. Like yes. the I'm just sleep. Yes. Exactly. It's just like yes. go home and don't yep. have to worry about those stupid little boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got wait, no what's your yours is Cooper? Cooper. You got that's, Cooper. That's my baby. That's all you need. That's, that's the only yeah. boy. Yeah. If you saw Cooper, you'd be like, yeah, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> he's good. Mm-hmm. Good job, Coop. Yeah. Well, thanks, Hannah, for yeah. joining us today. Thanks We're going to have to have you come back on. Yes. Yeah. Maybe fabulous. maybe we'll have you come on like after, or like a preseason yes. recap, and you can be like, so. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, this okay. is what's happened so far. That'd be good. Yeah. That'd be really good. We started with 14. We're down to seven and a half. <laughs> Most all injuries. Nobody's quit. All injuries. <laughs> Have you had all of your open tryouts? tryouts? Uh, we still have one more in November. I feel like I need to show up for that. I don't think my time is up yet. What, what, <laughs> what are the requirements? <laughs> I think I think they put a, a age limit on that. Oh, so hurtful. Twenty-eight. Is it really? I think so. Oh, oh. I'm too. I'd be I fine. Like... Oh, gosh. Anyway. All right. Take us on out. All right. Uh, well, thank you everybody for listening in on another smoking hot. Literally, Literally, uh, episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy, and I'm your host, Haley Kobza, and I'm your co-host, Lee Nicole.